Alright, welcome to the 8672 Podcast. I'm Chris. Peace, I'm Wise. Alright, we back. Back again. Uh, yeah, hit that subscribe button, man. And then hit the bell so you get notified when we come on. And like the, the, the video or don't like it. We told you we need <laughs> likes. And I don't give a fuck if you don't like it. Nah, that's a fact. Likes, comments, shares. Yeah. Make sure y'all subscribe to the channel, too. So... The more subscribers we get, the quicker we can go live on YouTube and all of that. So we need all of that. We need if y'all listening um, on uh, iTunes podcast or SoundCloud too, subscribe there too. We need them subscribers. We need them likes. We need them shares. All of that. And please watch the video. I'm glad a lot of people don't have our, our numbers. Cause watch the video. Cause some of the texts that we get, I know I get. Uh, the answers in the video, or or if you listening to the audio, the answers right there. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, nah. So yeah, uh, what's the name? Make sure y'all tuning in every week. Um, the the videos drop Sundays at eight a.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. Um, we gonna keep this going for y'all. Um, did you have something that you definitely want to start off on tonight? Um, not really, y'all. Yeah, what I had texted you earlier. What, no, what I said to you, what I text you, uh, I hope we can pull this off. All right, let me take it. I don't want to forget this thing I want to talk about. All right. All right, hold on. Yeah, you, man, you can go ahead. Sorry. I just, I'm going to well, keep this up. What I was saying to you, I know we was going to do the podcast. Yeah. But what I tell you last week, the last episode, I do not like Derek Carr. Yeah. So when I text you, they was talking about us trading for Watson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? I hope we can pull it off. But I really don't want to give up Wilder. We're talking to another Wilder man. We would, he, he, he convinced me to give up Wilder and Derek Carr to save a first-round pick maybe next year or whatever. So I would do that. You So you would give up Wilder, all right, which was your number one. That was your number one receiver. I mean, he's your tight end, but he's your number one receiver. Right. Um, you bring Deshaun Watson over there with Aguilar. No, Aguilar's going to be gone. We don't have to pick up another receiver. Oh, so you're talking about drafting a receiver in the first round? Either not even drafting him because we might have to give up our first round. We got to pay one of these free agents to come over there and play with the show. And you think y'all be better than, than yeah. right now? Yeah. I'm, I'm saying the show yeah. is, is definitely yeah. better than Derek Carr. But you're taking away all of his weapons. Listen, it's the same no, you because he got running. He got, he, got, that's he, it. he got a running back. And we got receivers that, and I think Ruggs will be a little better this year. I forgot y'all got Henry Ruggs. We'll see. You know what I mean? I, I would do that. I mean, I can't not If this saves us first round picks, I don't want to give up everything the Rams gave up. Nah, that was that crazy. Was, that was dumb. That was crazy. That was just to get rid of that bad contract, though. But that's still crazy. They don't got a, they don't got a first round pick to like 23. Yes. 23 or 24. Listen, man, and, and he's injury prone. I don't care about them. I'm talking about the Raiders. Let, let the car go off the cliff and go down to Houston. You know what I'm saying? Listen. It, I hear you. I hear you. Ain't Houston a part of the Bible Belt? Uh, yes. It, I do so. So he, he, he can take his Bible and go ahead. No, I'm just joking. All y'all that go to church, you know I don't go to church. But I'm just saying. Get get, get the car out of here. Trade the car in. You know what I'm saying? Nah, you definitely upgrading the quarterback position. My only thing is, like, I, I feel you. I can't knock you for that. But I'm like, I'm, if you giving away... Your number one receiving option and your number two receiving option, and you don't have a first round pick to replace that. Son, you, I, I, I think you, I, I, I don't like that for Deshaun Watson. 
I like it for y'all. Listen, but but Deshaun Watson, Deshaun to make it work with what we got. You know what I'm saying? You gotta realize something. But y'all, he, he got, got a better defense in Houston than y'all. And y'all won't have y'all won't have a pick to address that. Listen, either. we'll have a second round pick to get all that, and we got money to play yeah. with too. You yeah, know y'all gonna have to go so be heavy. Right. But you'll probably get somebody that want to come play with Deshaun Watson right. too. Right. So you might get a don't OBJ. Don't worry about all that. No, no, no I don't want OBJ. No, no, I don't want. I, I ain't gonna front OBJ. Sure, kind of dude. Proposed to a kicker's net and all that. I don't want all that in the locker yeah, room. Yeah, but now even though, aside from the antics, the antics you don't want to put put up with the antics because the production on the field ain't right. even what it what it. He stay hurt. Yeah. Now even if he ain't hurt though, like for for all the like craze that OBJ get, it's really off that one play that he made against us, the Cowboys. Nah. But I'm, I'm sure his numbers. His numbers. His numbers are, are. He was on his way to the Hall of Fame. He until was, he went. To I wouldn't say all that. He was. He was a good wide receiver. Was nice. He was a good wide receiver. Right. But since that, since he got all of that praise for that catch, he has not lived up to that. No, nah, it was the knee, the ankle injury, and then the knee. Yeah. But and, I, and and the Cleveland Browns didn't know how to get him the ball. Yeah, they knew how to get into him against the Jaguars. Well, yeah, but everybody did. Though. They didn't know. I, yeah. man, I don't want to talk about nobody, but trading the old call for the Dotsons, man. Nah, and Deshaun Watson definitely the upgrade over Derek Carr. Yeah. I just don't like. I I don't like that for Deshaun Watson because he coming to y'all. You would, and yeah, you, that's why and you don't like it. No, I don't care. I I, I don't like that. I'm if you have to play Deshaun Watson in Dallas next next year, we have, if we have Dak, I don't care. If we have Dak, I don't care. Man, listen, they'll be out there dueling. No, yeah, they would be. They would be dueling. And but I'll, I'll take I'll that. Do. I don't think so. Okay. I'll take that. I'm trying to put you on. So. What Deshaun Watson did last year, Dak. What Deshaun Watson did last year, Dak was. Dak was. Outpacing that, I'm just he wasn't even so. close. But no, where I wanted to start this start uh, this conversation on is um, Happy Black History Month. This is our first episode of Black yes, History sir. Month, um, so I wanted to uh, send a shout out to that. And it's also um, hold on, I don't want to mess up the name of this because uh, we are recording this on a Wednesday. Um, it's National Girls and Women in Sports Day, so right, right. Um, I want to send a shout out uh, for all our, all our ladies. Ninety nine. Um, um, National Girls on uh, Women in Sports Day. Um, we got a woman actually coaching in the Super Bowl, which right. is dope. Um, and how you feel about that? You got all you got girls that play sports. You got a gymnast and a softball player. How you feel about that? Uh, hey, listen, hey, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Uh, title Nine, the girls got next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Title uh, Nine, baby, girls got next. And you got a GM in baseball too. Yeah. A woman GM. What's her name? Um, something. She, she's Chinese so, or something. Her last name is N G N. But nah, that's uh, that's that's dope. And out, shout out to all of the our female athletes. Keep doing your thing. And um, the Spurs got um, homegirl. I think she played at um, at um, Connecticut. She was the first woman to be acting head coach. Cause what's the name? Yeah, got kicked out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they doing great things, and we want to keep. Keep bigging them up. Keep yeah. lifting our ladies up. Um, get your girls in the in the, in the athletics and shit, and get them away from this nonsense, man. They want to chase behind the boys, man. Yeah. Get them active in something. You know yeah. what I mean? Something constructive. That's a fact. Um, and then I wanted to know, like, kind of switching, like switching gears to like the first day I said, like with Black History Month. What's your feelings on Black History Month? Uh, to me, Black History, I, I, I. 
celebrating Black History every day. That's a fact. Um, so like that's why I like. But I got a question on what? on Black History Month. Too. What? And it's gonna be kind of crazy. But go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. Nah. I was going to like what you said. Like I celebrate Black Black History every day. Um, I I'm kind of torn. Like I I celebrate Black History Month, but I'm torn with it because I feel like we're given permission in February to celebrate our heritage when our heritage we are we are we're the owners yeah, and the makers of this land. You know, of civilization. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take to take it even further. Like My you know, name ain't watch. No. Yeah. So to take it even further. So it's like for, for me, it's it's like it's a it's a control tactic to make you and feel Yeah, to make you feel marginalized, like mindset wise. It's like okay, we only have one month to celebrate us. Like it's a it's a it's a control tactic in my mind. Sure this month. Yeah, going to my point. It's a control tactic. Yeah. So like my, what I'm saying is. Um, Celebrate Black History every day. Don't just celebrate right. Black History in February. Um, and and learn your and, history because they they slide in Juneteenth, and a lot of people didn't know what Juneteenth was yeah. for years. Yeah, you know what I mean. People didn't really know, you know. And admittedly, and admittedly, was. I didn't I didn't know when I was younger either. I didn't know what Juneteenth was when I was when I was younger. So I mean, I can't. I'm not gonna sit up here in front like I was somebody who knew about all of that. Um, as I was coming up, but it's also like that for a reason. Now, like we we the the me like going back to last week, we talk about the things that we consume. You know what I mean? The things that they that we are allowed to see and that they push in society are that way for a reason. Right. Like when you go to school, you learn about the same African American or or black individuals every year. Mm-hmm. Like that curriculum doesn't change. You know what I'm right. saying? You learn about the same handful of people every year. Our history is a lot richer. Although the Civil Rights Movement was big, our history goes way before the Civil Rights Movement. You know right, what I mean? Right. And slavery. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, we we were kings and queens prior to being slaves. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I think when we talk about, like, history and, and things like that in, in class, um, we learn about other heritages and what they were in their homeland, I think that needs to be instituted into in the, into curriculums all over as far as the true black heritage. Like, right. and it's on the onus is on the parents right now to teach that, and that's that's fine because you learn first in the home anyway. So we gladly take that torch and accept that responsibility. But from a curriculum standpoint, um, we got to do better in the school systems all, all over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny. I, I worked with a. a old Italian guy, right? And it was funny that we got into a topic of, you know, you know, black civilization and how we are the makers and the owners of the planet and things of that nature, right? And we started talking and, and you know, I asked him, you know, where he was from and things of that nature, his ancestors, rather. And um, I got into talking to him about Hannibal. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is, and I, I learned from my kids that every school curriculum don't teach you about Hannibal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I, I went on to tell him and he was like, where the hell did you learn this from? This is BS. He started getting mad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, Hannibal conquered Europe on elephants. You know what I'm saying? He was an African. You know what I'm saying? He conquered. You know what yeah. I mean? He was a conqueror. It took him about two weeks. And then when he found out, he was like, he never learned that in school at all. 
He never learned about that. And, you know, we got to be conscious and mindful of what we feed our children other than the TV and the music and things of that nature. You know what I mean? And I'm glad you brought up the civil rights because I was looking at a guy, um, I forget his name, but he, he, he sounded crazy when he was talking. Um, and, but he, he, he started comparing Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, right? And and, and I started thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want nobody to take this the wrong way because if you know me, I turn serious things, certain serious things into jokes, you know what I mean? But Martin Luther King was a, a, a great leader, right, in, in a sense. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you think it was some kind of performance enhancing drugs going on with the marches? Because if you get somebody walking down the block right now and a dog just run out of out of yard, most black people hide telling it the other way than with the way they were coming. But now you you marching and you know these people are gonna stick the dog on you and you stand there letting the dog bite you, you getting sprayed with water and you still marching, singing <laughs> we shall overcome. That's how that's how passionate <laughs> they was, man. What? That that's dope though. No, that, I feel you, yeah. but I'm saying not that I'm not That's looking, not dope. Man. I'm not like, looking at it from the aspect of their passion. Yeah. But at some point that turned on the cheek, man. Listen. Oh, nah. You we, talking we, about... We can't be marching like this, Martin. Mm-hmm. And, 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 like, you talking about the turn on the cheek, but I think that's also a control tactic that was placed on us also. Like, it was a... It was, it's a way, like, to kind of, like, flip, flip, uh, flip the script on us. Like, okay, well, a country that was founded on violence, right, right. you know what I mean... Now you as a people, if you if you are violent, then you're wrong. Right. Um. And it goes deeper than than just like a violence. Like where, if you think about it, if you have a group of black people that are passionate about black history, right? Right. If any, if if you have a group of black people talking and the conversation is based around black history or being proud of being black expressing their blackness, speaking about their blackness, um, that's viewed as combative or negative from the outside. You know what I mean? as racist. Yeah, so it's viewed as, as like a negative. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. But, flip the script. If you have a white person that talks about the, how passionate they are of being an American and a patriot, you know what I'm saying? Which is essentially the same thing. Like, because you, we are, we are proud of where we come from, and we're embracing that heritage, even though that heritage and that history has been tried to be buried. Like they, they tried to bury it from us. Like they don't really. They don't try. They did. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about it and you're proud of it, it's looked as a negative. But when someone white or or even another color talks about things like the Boston Tea Party and things like that, right. and the things that they're proud of, um of us becoming uh, the United States of America, that's looked as a positive. They're looked at as a patriot. I don't understand how that one can be looked at as a positive and one can be looked at as a negative. When both are group, groups of people who are expressing passion and pride in who they are, right, and where they come from, and the, the history behind what it has allowed them to be here today. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for us... For us as as African American or black men, as I'll say, um, to ignore where we come from and not.
speak about that with pride or not be passionate about that is uh, is dying to self. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because when this nation was created for us to be, for us, and, and this is not to say a black man can't be patriotic. You can be patriotic, but you also got to be a realist too. Like, when we talk about, like, how this nation is governed and the laws that are put in place, a lot of that stuff was done before we were considered human beings. You know what I mean? We, right. were, we were looked at as a percentage of a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all of these law governing bodies and doctrines that we follow and things like that, when, when you hear black people talk about throw this out and reform and things like that, it's because when these things were created, they were not created with us in mind. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I can give you three things that people can look at if, if they want to look at them realistically. All right? Number one, this really, it, it encompasses women too. Yeah. That people don't realize, like when people say exercise your right to vote, a lot of people don't realize what they're saying. Mm-hmm. It is just that, a right. Mm-hmm. That right can be taken away from you. Right. Because they can pass a law that say blacks and women can't vote. Can't vote. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm not saying it would definitely pass, but white men in America don't have a right to vote. It's pretty much dead. It's a given. That's a given. Yeah. They, they can vote. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black men and women, all women, only have a right to vote. Yeah. Now I can take that right. Mm-hmm. Like you have the right to come ring my doorbell right. or come in my yard. You have that right. But if I put a dog out there and I put a sign on it that I don't want you in my yard, that right is taken away. Now you're doing you doing right. Yeah. There's consequences yeah. behind what you're doing. Right. Right. Now you look at what what happened in uh, Virginia. Um, what was that? Where Charlottesville. Charlottesville. You look at what happened in the Capitol. Right. Uh huh. Now. Politicians were saying that these were patriots exercising their right for freedom of demonstration, mm-hmm. freedom of speech, all of this, right? Right. Which nobody realized, and I told somebody this a long time ago, for people that understand, people that really follow this stuff with people marching and things of that nature, Black Lives Matter is actually a white group. It was started by white people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But what came behind it was Antifa. Antifa, at first, everybody was saying that was an idea. That's an idea. Until they saw what happened in, in where was that, um, Oregon, when they bombed the Democratic mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, headquarters, yeah. and they put the signs up there saying that they didn't want Biden, they wanted revenge, right? Yeah. Now, I heard about Antifa being a group of people from somebody I met in Philly that was from Philly, Kensington to be exact. Mm-hmm. They told me that it's, it's a part of Philly where they they have their areas that if you go in there as a black dude, you might not come out. And more than likely, you're not coming out. Right. So I asked him, I was like, everybody keeps saying it's an idea. He was like, no, nah, it ain't no idea. That's a, that's a group, mm-hmm. right? But 
here's how this gets construed. When Black Lives Matter is marching, right? Mm -hmm. They marching and they kept saying, you see the bombing and the breaking of windows, that ain't black people doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, the black people coming behind and have nothing to do with the march looting, yeah. but originally the bombing of the police station and all that with behind George Floyd, the breaking of the windows and all that, they saying this is white people coming. We don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. They kept saying that. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Antifa is a part of the, the guy that started Black, History, Black uh, Lives Matter. He funded them too. So now on the news they saying, yeah, what happened out there? That's Black Lives Matter. But when you watching the video, you seeing the white people breaking the windows and throwing the torches in there. You, you ain't see no mm-hmm. black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and everything is straight black and white. But then when you flip it and be like, you know, you see what the, the white people did down at, at the in D.C. at the Capitol. Oh man, that, that see. Everybody want to make it racist. No, we're yeah. not making nothing racist. We we just being real mm-hmm. the way it would be looked at if black people went down there. Because number one, if black people would have went down there, yeah, it would have been way more people killed. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a delay on it. I mean, if that, was no, if that was black people, they wouldn't have got in there. Right. They wouldn't mm-hmm. have got it wouldn't have never been a delay on the National Guard. Yeah. Nothing. And it would have been a shoot to kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I hope y'all really watch that American Skin because guess what? It, he he told you that. And I've been hearing this from police officers that I know that said they don't train to shoot you in the leg no more. They are trained to kill you. Yeah. If you're a minority, and it ain't just black, we're talking about the brown people and all that. Mm-hmm. They are trained that if they feel threatened, to kill you. Period. Kill you. Yeah. And, like, I don't think, I mean, and I don't expect, honestly, I, you can't fully understand what it's, what it's like. Um, but, like, and I know the the beauty of the pandemic that we're in it forced everybody to sit down and you couldn't be in a position where you could be like, I'm too busy to know what's going on. Right. Because you, you had, at some point, you you had to be sat down and you saw it somewhere because it's nothing else, it was nothing else to do. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to fully understand, but I, I appreciate um, what the pandemic did as far as starting the conversation um, because a lot of people who... Kind of turned up. Wouldn't have the conversation. They were no. I'm saying they turned a blind eye. Right. So like, and it was they was they were able to claim ignorance because in your normal daily day day to day life, like everything's moving so fast. But when everything gets shut down and things ain't ain't nothing happening but this, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't claim ignorance anymore. Like I I call bullshit. Like you're not going. You you can't sit here and tell me you don't know what's going on out here. You know what I mean? And for the people who are like, well, why don't they just knock it off and not have the conversation? Because that's exactly why we're in the position that we're in right now. Because we've knocked it off for so many years. And as black people, I had this conversation with um, uh, one of my boys. As black people, we are taught custom, like custom-wise, we are very, um, like, forgiving. Right. And no, like, no, like, so, like, if you were to, and, and this is the example that my boy made that I thought was perfect. Like, I give you guys an example. Like, if you came to 
a black family gathering as a white person, right? The the elder statesman of that family or somebody who's older in that family is going to make sure that you feel comfortable, right? Right. You're not going to sit at a gathering as the only white person at a black gathering and nobody talk to you, right? right? There's going to be at least one person that pretty right. much takes on takes you on like a sponsor. Like right. they're going to introduce you to people. They're going to try to make you feel comfortable. They're going to laugh and joke with you, offer to get you stuff and things like that because it's realized and we understand what it's like to be in a situation where nobody else looks like us. You know what I'm saying? Flip that, I've been in situations like when I was in college and things like that where you can go somewhere as like the only black person. Like a prime example is like in a classroom, in a lecture hall, being the only black person in that lecture hall, you know what I'm saying? And ain't nobody talking to you, you know what I'm saying? Or you go to, to an event and you're the only black person. Nobody's talking to you, you know what I'm saying? Because they feel inferior, not in inferior or threatened in some way right. just by the look by of you. Presence. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like and you could have you could have a three hundred pound, six five white guy standing next to me that nobody know nobody nobody knows either one of us. That yeah, guy's yeah, gonna, yeah. gonna right. speak they gonna speak to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? They not gonna speak to me. You know what I mean? Unless you in a position where it's like Oh, you play sports or like you know what I'm saying like right, that, and right. then that's a conversation starter. But ain't nobody just coming up like, to you like I, I introducing themselves and like taking you into their wing. When, when when being a firefighter, right, as a minority, that's one of the, the roughest jobs that you can have. Not only from the the nature of the job, but it's an underlying current of you don't belong here. You know right. what I'm saying? And you got to trust these people. So now, we, me and two other firefighters went to a training class in upstate New York. So what happened was we was the only black people there. So the first day, I couldn't eat because I don't eat pork. Mm -hmm. So the other two guys was laughing, yeah, that's what you get. You don't eat pork and da da So I'm like, listen, I don't care. I can eat something here that don't have no pork in it. So, you know, I eat vegetables, fruit they had, or whatever. So the woman comes over to the table, and she was like, listen, let me ask you a question. You know, you don't eat pork? And I said, no. She was like, okay. Uh, now I know. The rest of you stay here. And we was up there for about, I think it was like six days, three days, four, between three and six days, something like that. So every every day, you know what I'm saying, we had, you know, non-pork items on, on mm -hmm. the menu, right? So then it came the weekend, and she was like, okay, well, tonight, I'm going to let y'all know something. There's no drinking or smoking on the property. But they're making, <laughs> they're making an exception for y'all. So we like, huh? She was like, listen, it's a liquor store down the block. The liquor store is fine. Go to the liquor store, the store is fine too, buy the liquor store, get whatever it is. So we like, nah, just cigars, we smoke, you know, boom, boom. She was like, that's fine. You got them, because I don't know where they sell cigars. But the liquor store is there, the convenience store, and you can smoke your cigars and y'all can sit right out, outside and smoke. Mm -hmm. So me, I'm like, 
So everybody else is going at, you know, they head. <laughs> my man, like, yo, shut up, man. You know where they go. I was like, no, nah, I want to know. You know, she was like, baby, all right, lady. She was like, listen, y'all can do what you wanted to. But past the, the liquor store, you're going in the charter the, the territory yeah. y'all don't want to be in because yeah. you're not going to be looked at as who you are. Right. You're going to be looked at as who they want you to be, and you might not make it back here. Mm -hmm. And we was like this. All right. So we ain't going to have no issues on the, on the campus. She was like, no, y'all not going to have no issues because everybody knows that when y'all come up here, we have to make an exception for y'all yeah. because everybody else going out, they're having fun. Y'all got to have fun too. Y'all in class all day, da 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 But that, that's just who we live like. Now, you had a white guy that, that God bless his dad, my man, he he came out the academy, he graduated, right? And we took him, you know the bungalow. Yeah. Bungalow for anybody that's a neighborhood, that's a neighborhood with emphasis <laughs> on hood ball. And a girl walked in, he was standing right there by the wall. She she walked past him and came back and was like, Oh shit, we got a white boy in the fucking bungalow. And he was like, Hey <laughs> I don't know what you thought, I'm not white when it's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Yo, they danced with him, yo, he had yeah. a great time. He right. was like, Yo, y'all gotta take me back then. Like, I yeah. But that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a fact. Nobody made him uncomfortable. Right. Like, me, we came to your school one year, mm -hmm. and they told us it wasn't one of the hotels yeah. right by you, by the school. It was right there. Yeah. Told us, listen, that you don't sound, have no vacancies. Yeah. That town was, like... It, we had to go three exits up to get a room. And, like, the crazy, like, where I went to school, Bridgewater College in Virginia, like, the this town is really the school. Like, the school is the town, right. pretty much. Um, but it's right down the street from James Madison. Like, if you're in Harrisonburg, it's, like, it's regular because you got JMU right there, and it's so much diversity there. But, like, you know, like, you, as a black man or, or a black woman or brown, whatever, in this country, you come to recognize, like, when the vibe is just off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to be here in too much longer. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go in stores and there's looks and things like that. Like, you like, all right, well, I don't need to I don't need to go to the bathroom here. You know what I'm saying? Because if I go to the bathroom and close this door, I don't know what's happening on the other side of the door. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. And, like, you talk about, like, going to upstate New York and, like, traveling different places, you know what I'm saying, and not knowing. These are things we got to think about. Like, one of, the, one of the things on, like, my budget list in life, like, I want to do a cross-country trip, like, drive across, the like, the country. But... As a black man, um, black man, things I have to consider is like, yo, if I got to stop for gas, I need to make sure I'm stopping right. somewhere that I'm going to be okay. Or I need to have gas cans with gas that, like, we can, we good. You know where that happened to me at? Coming from Georgia. Yeah, we was in Alabama. Yeah, no, we was in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh -huh. And Kayla had to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And we stopped to go to the bathroom wasn't no black people, man. Yeah. And I thought I had got out of the town because it's a building down there and it got the Confederate flag from one end of the building to the next. And I had to tell her, I think at the time she might have been nine, 
I had to like really explain to her like, yo, listen, you got to hold that. Or if you're going to go to the bathroom on yourself, I can't be mad at you because we can't stop it because it could be something totally different yeah. than what you might ever see in your life. And hopefully you don't have to never right. go through that. And that's a conversation that a white father will never have to have right. with right. His, his daughter. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And because to be frank, like if you talk like... If if you're a white person watching this video, like where where there's neighborhoods that we might not feel comfortable in, you're right. But you're not gonna be stopping in that neighborhood to be getting no gas either. Let me explain something yeah. to you. As somebody that grew up in the hood for real, one thing anybody in the hood will tell you: when a white person and I've I've, yeah. I've done a lot. Yeah, I hung out that, on all the street corners and everything. When you see a white dude or white girl coming. You like this, listen, all the jokes stop, all the games stop, let them go where they're going, mm -hmm. because guess what, police, either they police, and they or looking for somebody, or police is watching them, and they looking, they, they, they trying to set somebody up, get mm -hmm. them out of here, whereas a black person in a white neighborhood, you're going to be all kind of slang words and all that, and, and even it's, if it's, it's not, crazy. even if they ain't saying nothing to you, it's, the, the looks is just crazy. Like, it, it, it's, and it goes back to, like, how we're, we're, we were trained to be or brainwashed to be as far as, like, really, like, overly accepting and kind of submissive as a people um, by nature. You know what I'm saying? We're getting out of that now. But, like, you'll have white people come to a black neighborhood and black people be scared to make eye contact with them in their own environment. You know what no, I'm saying? I've never seen that. I, I have where it's like... I, I've seen it where people looking at them and looking like, yo, we don't know what you're here for. Don't stop here. Don't ask nobody for nothing. Yeah, no. Unless you're looking for direction. And that's what I'm, and what I'm saying is, what I, like, maybe eye contact is, a, is, is too far. But what I'm saying is, I'm going to let you go about your business. I'm not bothering you. Like, I'm going to leave you alone. Like, if you in, if you in an area as a black man that you shouldn't be in and it's all white, they're not going to leave you alone. You know what I'm saying? Right. Whether it be like staring at you everywhere you go or asking you like really intrusive questions and badgering you to the point where you like, yo, I gotta get out of here. They they gonna make you feel uncomfortable. When I first moved down here, a guy I worked with, I consider him a friend. He got a uh 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 his wife is from um uh Vietnam Vietnam. She's something from over there, like, uh, I'm saying it the wrong way, but that's her nationality, mm -hmm. right? When I moved down here, he was like, how far are you from that town um, in Maryland, man? Elton. I was like, oh, that's the next town over. He was like, you know about that? I was like, nah. He was like, you don't know nothing about it and you moved down there? I was like, yeah, tell me. I was like, because I don't know nothing about Elton. So he says to me, his car broke down in the town of Elton. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess he was in city limits or whatever. Mm -hmm. He said, tow truck came. He said, now this dude is white. Mm -hmm. he, he said, the tow truck came, helped him out, told him, listen, we can tow the car to a, um, a shop. They'll fix it and everything. So he was like, all right, you got a, um, a hotel. Let me, let me. And he said that the tow truck driver was like, can we talk over here? So he said the tow truck driver asked him, she with you? 
And he was like, yeah, she with me. She in the car. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to drive you to the next town over, which is Bear or Newark, mm-hmm. whichever way he was coming. Mm-hmm. His hotel's over there. You can stay. But in the morning when they call you to get your car, do not bring her. So you make sure she's able to stay there and you come back. Because if you come back with her, you're going to have issues. And I was like, what? And then even Amaya, one of the teams she was on, they they were having, they would throw, um, they would have a fundraiser every weekend at a VFW down there somewhere. Yeah. And they told Shona, they said, listen, whatever you do, Amaya's exempt from this. We not, we don't expect her to help us raise money down here mm-hmm. because they'll be doing stuff to her that she. She probably never experienced in her life. Mm-hmm. And we don't want her to think that we all like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, but I mean, we still have to say, like, yo, like, keep the conversations going. Like, conversations right. like this, they need to happen because this is real life and this stuff is going on. As ugly as it is, and the way, like, some people don't want to hear about it, like, you got to deal with it. And, and we, I will say this, though, seriously. Us as a people, meaning black people, if if we want to be able to sit down at these tables with the politicians, we want to correct things with police, we want to correct things with just black and white everyday living, we got to watch how we take care of each other and how we deal with each other first. Because like I told the dude, don't nobody want to sit down with you and you talking about how you can make things better, but in the community, you can't wait to go to a cookout and, and shoot up the cookout you know what I'm saying? And, and you hitting little kids, you know what I'm saying? And and that's black on black. Yeah. Now, I I, I wholeheartedly agree with you, but what I, where, I would, where I would pause on that is, I don't think, and how do I want to say this? I hate when, like, not hate, I don't like when the whole black on black crime, like, situation is brought up in the realm of us talking about this country's scars. Because I think no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it like no, that. No, but what I'm saying is, black on black crime is is not happening by accident. When you go to when you if you right. go to poor poor white neighborhoods, you get you getting white on white crime too. The reason that this stuff is happening is like we talked about previously. When you have you have set like a, a a large group of people that's co- like confined to a small area. You have limited resources and you have more people than you have resources. So what that creates is a competitive nature and a kind of like dog-eat-dog. It's not kind of. It is a dog-eat-dog kind of world. So you have people who are not like they they are not able to secure jobs that are able to get them out of that situation. You know what I mean? You're living paycheck to paycheck. You want more and things like that. So that creates crime and things of that sort, and when you have people in a small area that are competing over limited resources, it's only natural that you're going to have physicality and violence. If you look at nature... But listen you know, to what you're saying. You're saying physicality. I'm talking about... I'm just saying violence, period. I just, violence, but you you have violence, you know what I mean? Me and you, as brothers, could, could sit here... And get into an argument that might turn into a fist fight, but we ain't gonna kill each other. No, we're not. But, but, but that can also happen by accident. But you gotta remember, you gotta remember this though. There's there's places in America where it's a small town made up of all white, 
small town made up of all black where they not committing crimes on each other. But I, what I'm saying is, and that we comes were, through education. It comes through education, but we also you have also have to realize our our the way this country has nurtured us was they nurtured not us not to be that way. Yes. If you go back to our introduction to this country, so not our our history, right. but you uh, yeah, so talk about slaves. Talk about slavery. Yeah, but even before that, even before you were you were designated a field field of person or a house person, you were competing. They would line you up in your underwear, put you on stage, and you had white slave owners bidding on you. Right. So like it was always a competitive nature. So like me and you, even as brothers, right. like we were we were brainwashed and conditioned to hate each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Like we that probably we probably wouldn't even as brothers been in the same 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 right. area. Right. You know what I'm saying? It might have been on different farms. So I'm, what I'm saying is like, yo, we can't act like yes, black on black crime does exist, but it exists for a reason. Like that's also why we talk yeah, about what when you when you deal with education and somebody trying to teach you about yourself. Like I'm gonna be honest, man. Like you got people like like. Donald Trump will sit here and talk about the Proud Boys. The Proud Boys go on social media, talk about all they want, want to talk about, talk about rallies and this, that, and the third. They don't get kicked off. Yeah. But Farrakhan get kicked off with um, Instagram for just trying to teach people that, like, listen, man, we got to learn how to love ourselves. Right. Period. And he's looked at as a radical. Right. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? If you... And, and and I'm not a follower of Farrakhan in that sense, like where nah, you know nah. what I mean? Like not saying I, I I never been to a mosque. Yes, I have. And when I say I'm not a follower like that, I mean I'm, I don't go to the mosque or, or nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, all he's teaching and trying to get people, us as black people, to realize is love black ourselves. love conquers all. Mm -hmm. If we love ourselves, is it will be very blatant. For a cop to come in our neighborhood and do something, and we we ain't coming in there doing what to do nothing to each other. That's a fact. Because when you Education love yourself, changes yeah, the way we will be taught. Yeah, when you love yourself, that's going to change your behavior. Right. The negative mm -hmm. ways that we were taught, like you said, get up there, boy, and stand up there, and yeah, we gonna judge him. Okay, yeah, here here be a good feel. All that. Guess what? He's trying to teach you, like, hold on, this ain't that. Right. Yeah. This ain't that. Right. We don't have to do Love that. Love your, your, yeah. your, your, your brother. Yeah. Be proud of who you are. Love your sister. Yeah. But I think we also have to realize, too, like, as as a group of people coming off of that, we are still kind of infants in that. So we have to we have to be, like, we. I, I don't think it's fair to judge black people in that sense and that mindset and coming out of that mindset, I think it, it, it has to take time. Like, we, we can't judge our, 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 our culture by white America because white America was always allowed to live in I'm, harmony I'm, with I'm not saying white America. No, but I'm just, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, the, the, our ability to be able to love our, ourselves. Is wanting to be educated. Yeah. And when you have someone educating you, See, what, what, what we had back in the 60s, you know what I'm saying, or what, what our parents and grandparents and, and they had back in the 60s and stuff were two men that looked at it, they wanted the same goal, but they were willing to accomplish that goal yeah, 
Right. You and know now you're saying? associated. Now I'm associated as being a part of their organization when I have nothing. I, in, in 48 years of my life, I've never been in no game, yeah. ever. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you're going to try and label me and tie whatever I'm doing into an organization that I was never a part of. Right. And then you're going to try and figure out, okay. And, and the easiest way to do it is hit you with conspiracy. Yeah. Because they don't have to prove nothing. Right, yeah. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that, that's, once you hear that, you, you it's nothing they got to prove. It's the thought. Yeah, yeah. See, how, how the hell do you know what the fuck I was thinking? thinking? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying to him, are you doing good in there? Everything all right? That you know means that? this. Oh, they could see that was conspiring. What, they, what it really means is, whoa, 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 time out, man. How you going to tell me what the hell I think? Right. Some days I don't know what I'll be thinking. You know what I mean? But you going to tell me you know what I'm thinking? Yeah. And that's, like, that's where I was talking about earlier, like, these laws and governing bodies, like it, it's not set up. It's not set up to to have us have us be alright and okay. Right. So like, but yeah, like we'll get into a more lighter subject. But we definitely had to get into that um, because it's it's a conversation. Like I said, we got to keep having. Um, people got to keep hearing it the same way we. Every school year, we're drilled about Martin Luther King and Malcolm X when there's so many other, like, they are important. They are the, 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 at the forefront of the civil rights movement. I want to see them change that $20 bill. Yeah. And they do that. that that's but big. there's a lot more to, right. to black history than that. Um, but on that note, let me switch over. You, you mentioned yeah. the new school, right? Yeah. You see where uh, your boy, uh. I'm trying to give you back, man. Who's on? Who? Lucy? No, no. Lil Uzi Vert, he put the uh, diamond, did you see that today? No. So this dude put a $24 million diamond, he he uh, he implanted it to his forehead. Yeah, yeah. Because this dude, if you like, he, he he's against like the, the fitted jeans and all of that. Oh yeah, but, I'm not, I'm not with all that. Judgment. But what I what I try to explain to this this cat is, if you look at, and I I don't understand how he don't see it because this was his childhood. If you look at how everybody's dressing now, all this is is the eighties, right now. No, it yes was, it is. It was the it, or the seventies. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry, the seventies. The, the bell bottom. Back around. 
Like, it, it, the way that cat was dressed in it, yes, it is. The way, the way that this is right now is how it was in the Dude, 70s. Dude, so, standing and pull their pants up on their behind. Go look at this. So yo, funny. go look at the movies from the 70s. Nobody had no pants hanging off their butt. But, what's the name? I'm not talking about any pants hanging off their butt. I'm talking about the, the tight jeans. They were wearing that in the 70s. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all. Do you realize dudes can't, if dudes wanted to go... And do squat thrust in the jeans that y'all wear right now. That's not true. Know. They can. Because so they're wearing jeggings. That's female That's clothes. not jeggings. They're not wearing jeggings. I'm talking about These this. dudes are wearing female clothes, I, man. Like, I'm not saying there, there aren't dudes that do that. But what I'm saying is the, the style. Bottom line is Wise ain't doing it. And I don't care if somebody He can't do it. He got, he, what's the name? Yeah, yeah, well, I don't have no legs. He don't got no legs. Guess what? At the end of the day. There's a lot of people like me that don't, their legs won't grow like that. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? I'm not wearing it. I, I, mean, I wouldn't it. care if my legs grew, look like Ron Coleman, whoever. But this is my thing. I don't, Man, expect, you to, I don't expect him to dress like that. He also didn't dress how I dressed at high school when it, you had that old dip era where things was 5X and, and five, everything was 5X. So, like, my, my, my shirts was... Almost down to my knees and my my sleeve was past my elbow and all that. He never wore that either, but that was that was my error. That's out now. But he's older, so he's not gonna. He, I don't expect him. Is around my age. Yeah, now they wear. Cameron them is around. My and now they wear fitted stuff. But guess what? This is my point. They just doing stuff no. just to do it. No, it's not. It's listen, coming. The styles change. All that. Listen, man. Listen. Styles change. I, I agree with you. This that, that style ain't for me, man. Change, you know what I'm right? saying? That's not for me. You, you gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta adapt. And and on top of that, one thing that people that this have guy died, is a dinosaur. One thing that no, one thing that people in the fashion will tell you. Anybody in the fashion, you know what I'm saying, will tell you. You want to wear something that people look at you and be like, "Yo, what the hell is that? Yo, what yeah. the fuck is that?" They don't know what you're wearing. You might be wearing a polo, but your shit is vintage. You might have some Jordans on, but they wondering, yo, when did them come out? Cause yo, I, I yeah, these dudes want everybody to see what they got. Everybody, if you go to a party, everybody got the same thing on. Uh, yeah, some yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they, everybody got the same thing on. Yeah, but like, that's a, the the so accessibility, the the lack. You know, the being able to accept people apart, exclusive is complexion, huh? Yeah. Type and complexion. Nah. If you talking about just looking at them, then yeah. If you go to a party, everybody got the same thing on. Am I, I don't, I don't know if everybody that? got the same thing on. Everybody that. going to... That's why Jordans is sold out all the time. Everybody got the same thing I don't wear Jordans. I didn't say you did. I'm just saying. People that, that wear Jordans. People that wear Jordans. Predominantly, most people in that party going to have the same Jordans on. Nobody's standing out. But that's that what you're saying is what you, what you said before that as far as like what fashion. Shout out is. to my cousin. You know what I'm saying on the hoodie. You know what I'm saying yeah. Love Wells. You know what I mean it'll be on the gram. We'll take a picture tonight. Put it on the gram. You know what I mean Valencia. We gonna put it out there. You know what I mean. Yeah. So like when you go like we See, like this you is said, different. If I walk in a party, this is different. Ain't nobody don't know what a boombox is. People don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, you nah, might, because I, I told you. I told you. No, not I even. I didn't stick the tape. The, no, the, you the, didn't teach me that. Cover that. You ain't know that on your own. 
I had to learn to do it. I had to do that on my own. But guess what? That came from a household or, or your friends. That came from the fact that we, no, that came from the fact that that's how we had to listen to music. I had a boombox. No, no, what I'm saying is how you get the music off the radio. Off the you had to record it. You had yeah, to play but tape. what if you had a tape that was already recorded on? You, re- you rewind it. No, I'm talking about if you went to the store and bought an album, the album was tracked. You would be able to record over that out uh, over that tape. Yeah, I never knew how to do that. Oh, okay, this is what I'm saying. So it uh, goes back to my point. He never told me that. He no, said, you, but I didn't know that. Sticking the, the, the paper in the little indents in the bottom of the. Paper. But like, my point is, he can't he say he man. he said I wouldn't know about the boombox. I'm like I had one. What are you talking about? Listen, man. At the end of the day, y'all dudes are spoiled. Y'all, y'all from you're not talking of, about you're not talking about me. I'm saying y'all from an era of. You know what I'm saying? Dudes have it. Y'all had tapes, cassettes. Y'all had Walkmans and things of that yeah. to come out. We ain't have none of that. All we yeah. had was a radio like this to come outside and everybody listening to. Nope. Uh, what's the name? I don't think that's, that's spoiled. It's just progression in time. It's <laughs> just progression in time. Bullshit. It's no. manufactured Did bullshit. you use it? Yes, you did. did what? So you spoiled too. I don't think I ever had a Walkman. Huh? You're lying. I don't think I ever had a walkman. What did you used to do when you went to the gym? A walkman. No. You know what? Seriously? Back in them days, no. I didn't listen to nothing but whatever was on in the, in the gym until the iPad came out. The iPod. I don't I don't believe you. you For real? I didn't have no walkman. Alright. What's the name? I, I had a walkman. I never sure. had a walkman. But yeah. Now, walkman, like... What I, I'll say, like, I, I always joke about that, about, um, like, kids nowadays not knowing what it is to wait for a song to come on the radio, and then you record the whole song, and then at the end of the song, they cut it off with the DJ talking over, and you'd be like, damn, I gotta record this all over again. But, I don't, I don't even be liking to say that, because I feel like you come across as, like, a hated old head. And that's how a lot of people from your era come off, come off, because I'd be like, yo, like, we don't appreciate errors. Like, it's a natural progression. Everything everything improves as time goes on. And it's like, I'll I be feeling like people from, like, older errors be like, nah, my error was the dopest. Like, this error is whack. I'm like, it's not whack. It's just different. Like, we appreciate the, um, the, the 70s and 80s for what they gave us. We also appreciate the 90s for what they gave us. The early 2000s that we appreciate now. I be feeling like people be like, I just wanted to be the nineties all the time. I'm like, yo, you missing you missing greatness. Nah, you ain't missing greatness. You crazy. Drake not great? Oh, we can get into that. I'm that, that was a topic. That was a topic. Funk Master Flex said this. Oh, I didn't agree with what he said. You guys said what he said. Now, now Drake to me, I'm not into Drake. I really can't listen to Drake. I'm, I mean, he's not my favorite artist either, but no, I, I, I ain't can't. Favorite. No, I'm just saying, like he, he's not like if you if you got in my car, he's not somebody that I'm ne- definitely 100 percent of the time is gonna, I'm gonna be playing. No, 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 no. I'm saying he got certain songs yeah. that I will play, and and I can count them on one hand. But what I'm I saying, don't think Drake, you can't I say think, he's not great though. I think Drake is great for what he does in this era because. But that's great. Is is. I'm saying, then you okay. don't have to. You don't have to like. He shot a downplay. You see, if you who, who is he competing with, though? Huh? It doesn't matter. He. It's not his fault that of uh, what his error is, is presenting. It's not his fault. So that's like saying that's like saying Tyson's not great because 
he knocked all of them cats out, and then when he finally fought somebody like to Holyfield's caliber, he couldn't beat him. He couldn't. He never beat Lennox Lewis. That's what you're saying right now. So everything that Tyson did in the oh, 80s, oh, 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 the, the youngest heavyweight, oh, 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 and, and Tyson's my guy. Oh, but he beat some official dudes that just was what official? What official dudes? For, wh- who who are you putting on um the Mount Rushmore? Like, cause you you compare the 90s, cause you got Mount Rushmore hip hop people that that was battling against each other, right? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. The greats, like Hall of Fame rappers, right? Yeah. What Hall of Fame boxers did Tyson beat to become the youngest heavyweight champion of all time? He beat Spanks. That's a Hall of Fame boxer. Spence, Spence was that dude. So Spence if somebody asks you, if Spence in your top ten, Spence, Spence back then. I'm not talking about back. Then. I'm talking about right now. You had other fighters that came after him. Okay. That, that, is, you know is, is Spence well, in your? I, I'm just asking you straight up. Is Leon Spence in your top ten? He was Michael Spence. Michael Spence. I'm sorry. Top ten. Is he a top ten boxer of all time to you? Not right now. No. He never was. But back then he might have been. I'll give you a boxer right now. Hold on. I'll give you a boxer right now that people won't put him in the top ten. But to me, he's in my top ten. What? Marvelous Marvin Hagler. I think he beat Sugar Ray Leonard. I have never seen anybody that don't think Marvin Mar- Marvin Hagler. You know people that said he was a bum. I ain't never heard nobody say Marvin Hagler. People told me that this dude was a bum. They was hating. I ain't never heard that. That's something I never heard. But I have also never heard. Anybody that Tyson beat to become the youngest heavyweight champion of all time be mentioned as one of boxing's greats. Hey, listen, man. It is what it is. So, what I'm saying is, who don't is, take who, it, and who, I don't take that away from Tyson. Don't take who, it away from Drake. Who's yeah. in this era? Drake couldn't make this kind of music in the '90s to make him great. But he wouldn't because that's not the era. Okay, Th- so that's what I'm saying. We we not in the '90s. Who who out here could do the music that he does or is, is even comparative to? Him? Who was comparative to Wu Tang? To Wu Tang back then? Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. No, but it's a difference, though. If you break them down, it's people that was compared to them. It's people that compared to Drake, too, but to your. To your, to your huh? Man, well, that's what I'm asking. Um, you got, like, uh. Jay Cole? No, I, I wasn't going to say him, but they do compare to them. But. He's a bum. You, I can't listen <laughs> to nothing. He do. Oh, my God. Come on, man. I'm being honest. Well, my point is... I try to listen to J. Cole, and, and yo, I don't like him. I find. And I got people that will rush to go buy a ticket at any show he do. I'm not into that. That's J. fine. Cole. If you don't like that, that's fine. But my point is, we getting away from the point. My point is, just because you say... Okay, he's not great because he don't write his songs. You can't say what songs he write and what songs he don't. All right, so, all right that's fine. You, you're, you're talking about a lyricist. I'm talking about as an artist. If we talking about artists, no, are we talking about performance? No, artists. I'm talking about artists. Hold on, artists. Artists. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you talking about an artist, that means that dude is writing what he what he. That doesn't necessarily mean that. No, Whitney Houston didn't write all her songs either. Okay, so she was a. Performer. She's an artist. Okay, so she's an artist. If you want to say she's, if you want to put him like that, singers and rappers are artists. What? Guess what? I don't like the dude because you you don't know what he writing. What he you writing. don't like him because he sings and shit. Yeah, just just call it who it I is. I just don't like his music like that. Because he sings and shit. No, it ain't just that he sings. I like I'm just what saying. I sing. What, I, like, I think R. Kelly's one of the greatest. He's an R&B singer. He's not a rapper, though. What's the difference? Now it's not really much of a difference because people don't sing ballads anymore. But what I'm saying is you you judging Drake, like I was telling you um, before, you judging him off what you got from other people in the 90s. You're not judging him for Drake. 
Like you're you're holding them up against. Okay, people. I like Future. Huh? He sings. And then that that takes me to another thing. If you like Future, I don't understand how you can say that you don't like some of these new artists because they all influenced by him. This is my point. They all sound alike. That's not what you said. You came out different. Well, you just said they was influenced by you. They are influenced by Okay, him. so they trying to do what he did. Okay. Rock him influence a lot of dudes. I know. But they don't all try to sound like him. They're not doing what he I did. Don't, I don't think they all try to sound like Future. I, I just think you have to appreciate what they're doing. Me going to sound like Future to you? Me going to come from Future's club. But I'm just saying. They came from Gucci. Do they sound? Do they 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 don't sound, sound like Gucci. Hold, hold up. Exactly. What I'm saying to you is this. Does Migo sound more influenced by Gucci or influenced by Future? I don't. I don't think they sound like either one of them. I said influence. I'm not saying sound. Like I, I I I don't think they influenced by. Future. I think you can definitely see that they were influenced by Future. Why? Number one reason: the whole auto tune thing. With with rapping. Then if that's the case, you would look at on T Pain. I'm talking about with the with the the way that Future does it. T Pain didn't do it that way. Migos does it the same way Future does it. Do you realize that T Pain? You I understand. We're not talking about T Pain. I'm talking about you. Brought up Future that you liked them. Right. I'm drawing parallels to Future, and you say you don't like these dudes. I don't understand. I didn't say I didn't like the Migos. I said I like the Migos. All right. So other new artists like who? who um. Oh, you think of somebody else down there? You know I like the Migos. When when we was what I say in Vegas, if we going to see them, yeah, yeah, I want to see them. Yeah, but like my thing is like I think everybody trying to sound like the next dude. But you act like that didn't That's happen the, in the nineties, son. What dudes are more original? How? No, they weren't. Tell me who sounded like who. I'm just, I, 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 don't have, I don't have names. To be Other honest. than Ja Rule trying to do what Tupac or X did, was ja Rule, he, he did his own thing. Was Ja Rule successful with that? Right? I mean, they, they're successful nowadays too, but you didn't really have the, like, my thing is, it's like, oh, entire, Ja Rule at first wasn't successful with that until Ja Rule got on the singing joint, and when he started. You're wild, and Vinny Vidi Vici was successful. That's my favorite yeah, album. That album was That's his first album. But at the end of the day, when dude started calling him for what it was, that he was trying to be like X and Pac, he found his lane and got in it. Yeah. But you don't think that was like LO? Um, That's why I said they would be a good versus. You know why? You know why? I and said they both no? from Queens. Because LL really wasn't, his, his, his makeup wasn't totally on singing. I'm not talking about singing. I'm talking about... Ja Rule's whole style was pretty much... With, I'm talking about the demographic that he was playing to. Would you, would you agree with that? What? What Drake is doing was what Ja Rule was doing back then. I don't think so. No. What? No. Ja Rule could make a ballad, but the only difference was Ja Rule would go... But ja Rule wasn't body. incorporating different... different um like I think what would make Drake great... Drake, like, and, and this is not, like I said, I'm not even... Answer the question. No, I'm, I'm answering the question. You asked me a question about Drake to Ja Rule. I'm going to explain to you why it's not the same. What? Drake will have have songs that are New Orleans bounce. He'll have Houston-inspired songs, like, as far as, the, as, far as like, that, uh, the way that they, they uh, produce joints. He'll have, he'll go back to um that kind of uh, English-inspired Canadian feel. He has all of that on one album. That ja Rule wasn't doing stuff like that. But the difference is this. He's doing that, right? 
Drake is doing that, correct? Yep. And that makes him hot, right? That's one of the reasons. Okay, now, if I'm saying, yo, I think you should do this, Chris. You should do Caribbean Bounce. I'm going to write the song and tell you how to do it. Okay. Are you great? So or am I great? I just don't have so the, the, the I don't have the voice to be able to do it. You got the voice that can do it. So I, I so let me ask you this. So no R and B singer in history is great then. That's not true. That's what you're saying. That's not true. They don't write their songs. Some of them do. Not all of them. Okay. So tell me which ones don't. Alright, Beyonce, one of Beyonce's biggest songs, to the left, to the left, was written by Neo. Okay. Okay. It's known in R and B. In, in R and B, they you don't have one song. No, I'm saying you. I don't have a list of the songs, but it's very. It's worldwide known. Okay, but R and B singers don't write their songs. Saying. They don't write them all. It's worldwide known that they are entertainers. Drake was out here throwing it off. No, Drake was out here trying to front. He was trying to come for that whole cloth until that. That was something that the, that the <laughs> fan base did. The track came out and this. But I'm saying that was something that the fan base did. What I will give you, what I what I will give you, and he said was he's like when he put himself. He tried to say five. he didn't do it. No, I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying, in one of his rhymes, he said he was top five. You can't say that. And I think Styles is the one who said that too. Was like, yo, he's great. The only thing he disagreed with was when he said I'm top five. He said, you can't be top five if you don't write your rhymes. But they're all artists. Like, you if you can't say that a hip-hop artist... I've never, I never seen Drake in, in concert to be able to say how good his artistry is. I'm, I know he's I'm saying I know that's he a part of the artistry, but a part of uh, another the yeah, big. But if somebody's telling you what, how to I'm, say You something. haven't seen everybody. You haven't seen Whitney Houston live, but you think she's great? Yeah, I've seen her live. When? I've seen her live. Okay. The Super Bowl, she was live. Shut up, man. Every, Whitney's great. God, yeah. Whitney's great. She right. did not write 100% of her songs. Okay. So, that's my point. Like, well, we in, can't in say, we have, to, we have to judge it oh, oh, oh. accordingly. You, what you're doing is, you I, as a lyricist, oh, I agree with you, Drake. You taking R&B, which we know people will write the songs. Are they both Hold music? on, hold on. It is, it is, it's, it's music. But hip-hop, and R and B. You're talking about lyricism. It's two different. I'm talking about artistry. He's he's in the hip hop lane. You're talking about lyricism. He's in the hip hop lane. Yes, and as a lyricist, I agree with you. As an artist, he's great. How many of his? Just take the rap. How many raps has he wrote that we know? I'm not. I don't. I don't know. He if he hasn't written any of them, I don't care. Puffy never wrote a rap, but you're not going to say. But Puff said that. What I'm saying. Whether he said it or not, what I'm saying is he this. He said I don't write rounds, I write I understand that, but what I'm saying to you is that does not change the greatness of the material. Oh, shit. It doesn't. Now, as a lyricist, as a lyricist... I'll tell you this. The people behind Drake, they great. Because they, they, they made them Drake, Drake is great. They you're, not gonna say, you're not going to say Prince ain't great. You're not going to say Michael Jackson no, Prince, Prince wrote this shit and so did, so did Michael Jackson. 100% of it? Most of this shit they wrote. Most of it is not 100%. Well, guess what? I'm just saying. Like you said, I can't say what songs right. they did or And if they did or were at 100%, I'm, with, with those, I'm making assumptions with that. So if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, it's very no, widely known that Drake in the R&B genre, is great for what they, there is more, more of somebody writing for somebody else. Because... But I'm saying, as a lyricist in hip-hop, I'm not going to be able to hit notes that you can hit. 
what I'm saying? My my voice projection is something different. Like you can have you can have somebody say Jay's lines. Like I can get on a, get on a mic and say Jay's lines, right? It's not gonna sound as great as it sounds coming from Jay because of his voice. No, that ain't true. That is true. I'm he he gets it. That ain't true. So X X is part of why X is who he is is because of his voice but, too. But, but, yeah, but X right. Dirty, gritty rhymes, and, his and it goes with his voice. voice. Right. So if you, you have, but so, at the end of the so day, flip it. You X can't say J's verses and J, and J say X verses, and they they wouldn't be the same people they already right now. Hold on. If X came out on some balling shit, if X came out on some balling shit, you could do that, son. I'm saying if he looks the same way, if he looks the same way. Same way he, he looked and his, he moved, but he got I just, said, I, I just said, if he came out on some ball and shit, he can't come out here with no Tim's on. Look, but that's him. He, it, this is my point. Everything you do, it got to add up. It got to match up to what you're talking about. Like in battle rap, they say you you look at certain dudes that, that be talking that gun shit, they not believable. But certain dudes, if they say the same thing that this one is saying, it's believable. Because he look like, yo, you just not, like, promise Man, we're going to do that. And everybody in the rap industry lying. I ain't saying it wasn't. All right. So then, if, if my point is... I'm, I'm, to, I'm addressing your point. Okay. If, if, if DMX came out on some fly guy shit, yeah. and not the gritty dude that's standing on the corner look like he, he about to rob you in the store, when you go in the store and come out. And he got on some some whole shit. His shit would still be the same. I'm saying he looked the same and just say hold on. That should be totally different. He's a different kind of animal looking the way he was. All right. So my point to you is, you like there there are people who may not look like how Drake looks, right? But they can come up Why with. Why are you that. talking about the, the image? Man. That's what we're talking about. If X came in with not, his image and said, Where's mine? It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. So then we're I talking about image. So, so what I'm saying is, somebody who's right, he look like Let me say it. Oh. If he looks like if he if he looks like X, but can write a song for Drake, he don't look like Drake. So it's not gonna come across like that. And Drake can get it okay, off. Here, here, here it go right here. Ja Rule was trying to look like X, right? Yeah. Okay. His shit got off, right? Now, he, he started changing the way he was dressing once he started doing the girl joint. Okay, but his shit got off, right? He, he didn't have off, the same image. Hold on. He, he did not have the same image. Okay, but what I'm saying to you is... When he started singing. So, it goes back to what I'm saying to you. If X wore the clothes that... I'm not disagreeing with you. He what I'm saying is... Say the same what I'm saying to you thing. is... You, you take that, and that's Drake why... Drake can't do that. You take that, and that's why somebody may give Drake a song because now, like, now, now Drake is more on the level of a pretty boy like Hov was trying to be, correct? I don't even think that uh, Drake is is of the same image as Hov. What you think he is? He's on that pretty boy shit, that baller shit. Yeah, but he's like more clean cut. Like Jay was still still like had a street element to him. Drake is not trying to be street at all. What I'm saying to you is Drake is the pretty boy rapper, correct? Hope if that's what you want to call him. I don't consider him a pretty boy rapper. I can I can I consider Drake like your your straight as Who an arrow. Who do you compare Drake to? Nobody. Okay, so you can't compare him to nobody. 
If you compare I'll compare to Albie Shore. And Albie Shore and Albie Shore probably um kind of made it made it to be like, yo, I got more street bones in my body than Drake do. You know what I'm saying? Like his, 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 the way he presented himself. Like, Drake don't try to do that. He's not even... He can't. But, uh, but that's a part no, of it. You get who, on and all that. I'm, I'm saying, what I'm saying is he's not even... Who who has come into the rap game and not no, tried... He's front. He did, he did try shit with me. He didn't he try won. to be tough. He, he, what? No, he didn't. Everything that he talked about was about his affiliations. And affiliations ain't a lie. Because Jay Prince got on and said something said, said that too. He he didn't talk about talk about like him doing anything. Yeah, that's true. That is true. He he was referring to the people that he associated with, and Jay Prince has been on record on several interviews and confirmed that. But he wasn't just saying Jay Prince. He was talking about A.R. and him too. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. So it's like yo, I'm not talking about doing nothing to you. That's not me. Yeah. Well, Drake ain't my cup of tea. I'm not. I'm not saying he's necessarily my cup of tea either. But but what I'm saying, I would just say he's great. Like you can go on to the next topic. But no, because like I what's today? That's like looking at sports. Like you might have a player that you didn't like, but you can't say that he's not great. That's facts. I don't. I don't look at Drake as to me. He's not your cup of tea. Does not take away from the fact that he's not great. I said he's the best in his era. That's great. In this era, he's the best. But he's great. But it don't take nothing to be great in this era. That's that, that, that hating ass always. No, it ain't, because I like yeah, Lil Baby, too. But I'm just saying, you said it don't take nothing to be I great in this era. I think Lil Baby could be better than Drake. He's just, I think he... I don't. I don't understand how you say everything, and, and um, no, you said Lil Baby. Never mind. I'm, I'm confusing him. It's too many babies. Yeah. Lil Baby is nice. Lil Baby, Lil Baby is dope. And, and I told you, I, I fuck with Future. I like I, I like Future a lot. What made me stop liking Future was when he was always talking about that lean shit. He still do. Yeah, so I, I really don't listen to he, too much. But his, his inspiration... Now, now, if you think about it, him and, him and Drake got a song together. He crushed that shit. Yeah, but... but uh, he crushed it. That, that's fine. That, if you listen to that album, that album wasn't a Drake... A Drake style. Drake speaking to his greatness. If he went in Future's arena and did things that he don't do. Those was all trap beats. That 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 album that they did together, that was all trap beats. Future did not venture over to that Drake Drake world. Because Future know what he writes. I'm just saying. I write I'm this just saying. Shit and I'm saying <coughs> that I don't have right. a team. So, so what I'm saying is I don't have a team of writers. Okay. So what you basically saying is if if Mike, that's like if if you're no, saying, we're not going to, if you're saying Michael Jordan could only score and didn't do anything else and didn't want to do anything else, would he still be great? No, exactly. In the discussion, no, he wouldn't be great. Exactly, he'd be the greatest scorer. Exactly, that's it. that's my point. Drake, Drake is, Drake is like LeBron. Drake is the greatest. Singer. Drake is like LeBron. Drake is the greatest singer. No, he's not. No, he's not. All right. He he is the he's he's the greatest artist of this generation. You said it right. right well, you won't say great, but you want to. You're a secret. You're a secret great Jake fan. No, that's shit. You just say he's the best of his era. Cause there ain't nothing out here. All right. So you call the future nothing. Future ain't making albums like Drake though. <laughs> he can't. 
No, I'm saying like he's coming. He is. He can't do it. I don't know why he's doing, but if anybody don't don't need to make albums is Drake, because they put his face on everything. Where, where would you put? Where would you put? Is Rick Ross in this ever? If you want to put him in there, no, I'm asking. Is he in this ever? No, nah, I think I, I think Rick Ross is the era before. Like he's 2000, not the 2010. Well, no, no. Nah, he would be like back into the early 2000s to the middle of 2010. Early 2000s. Back into 2000. So like I'm thinking because I was in when did the Fort of Miami come out? I'm thinking 2006. Him and 50 got out of it when 50 wasn't doing nothing no more. Fort of Miami came out. Yeah, Fort of Miami came out in 2006. So yeah, middle like the back end of the early 2000s. To the middle of the 2000s, that's, that's his era. 50 album came out in 2004. Give it a shot, Dodge Hine came out in 2004, I believe. Listen, 2003. Man. Listen, man. But, yeah. Now what, what you want to ask about Ross? Do I think Ross is great? Yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, I, I, I can but, with him too. Yeah, but, but Ross, like what I was saying, I don't put Drake in the lyricist category. Ross, I will, I, I, I. So I just say he's the greatest singer. You but that's not, that. a, that's not all he does. But you just said you wouldn't put him in the great lyricist. I said he, but I said from the beginning he's an artist. All right, so he's an artist. Yeah. All right, so, okay, yeah, you did say that. All right, he's a great artist. I know I said that. All right, good. That's all right. Fuck Fuck Drake. <laughs> Do you, do you listen to Kalani? 
No, I never heard of it. Um, I don't know what's going on I can't front. I don't want to That's what I'm saying. So you can't, you can't have that conversation. You don't listen to it. But I fuck with, like, like Keisha Cole's joint, right? Jennifer Hudson. You know what somebody said? I said, the, the, and we can get on that too. The verses, I said, neither one of them can sing like Jennifer Hudson. You know what somebody that's around your age said on the chat? Yo, that, she, she don't have the hits they got. I said, yo, we're not talking about the hits. We're talking about her singing. But that was just you and I, we were just having a Drake conversation. Drake so ain't you, writing his hits. But that, you didn't hear anything that I said. I was talking about him not being a lyricist. Him being yeah, a I said, okay, that's he's an artist. Thing. He's a great artist. But, but Jasmine, you, you I mean, going but it Jennifer on. Hudson, Jennifer Hudson, would you say that she's better than yeah. both of them? She, she outsung Beyonce and Dreamgirls too. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Everybody, everybody That's knows Beyonce is not the Beyonce is not the greatest singer either. No, everything is. She's who, an artist. No, you know what it is. It's who gets pushed. Because if you ask me, I think Kelly is better than Beyonce. I, I, I think so. I, I ain't gonna lie, and I've been saying that for years. She just don't get the push. She definitely don't get the push. She don't get the push. She, she can sing. But if she would have got the push that Beyonce got. You know what I'm saying? Who knows where she would be at right now? I mean, yeah, she would be bigger, but I don't think she's... Yo, she's bigger. nice, B. She is nice. But nobody... And I think she sings better than Beyonce. I don't think so. I think so. Look, listen to her albums and I listen did. to Beyonce albums. Kelly Rowland is nasty. Yeah. That... And everything is all about... Your push and stuff like that, man. Well, that's in everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Mary J. Blige. She just had to push, and yeah. she was from the hood. Yeah. So everybody was like, oh, she can't sing a lick. She can't hold with them. Yeah, and, but we love her, though. Right. Because she's the struggle R&B queen. Yeah. <laughs> like you got struggle rap, you got struggle R&B. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm being for real. I know you're being real. It's just funny to hear that. Keisha Cole was on the verses. Struggling like a motherfucker with the addiction, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's just like when oh, on, man, hey, Monica and Brandy. Monica and Brandy went too. Yeah. So Monica can't sing with Brandy. I don't know. Did you watch the verses? No, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I she can't sing with Brandy, though. I don't know. Brand, I don't know. And Brandy's Monica, new album. Brandy's new album. Nice. Monica ain't Brandy. Monica's nice. And. Brand, yo, if y'all, y'all, yo, one of my, my favorite songs, one of my favorite songs has been since the album came out. She got, Brandy got this song called Borderline on there. I can't play it because YouTube will uh, uh, crack down on us. But yo, go listen to that Brandy Borderline song. That joint is fire. Like the, the different ways, different notes that she's hitting. Um, yo, it's just, that's all give me chills every time. Monica and it came out of the too, man. Not like Brandy. Not like Brandy. Monica's nice. Monica's nice. Not like Brandy, my G. Monica's nice. Yeah. But, like, my thing, like... Yeah, this whole video is basically white and black shit. We ain't getting... What? Talk what you want to talk about? No, I'm just saying. We've been on for, what, an hour and a half almost? We ain't talking about all black and white shit. We talking about music, right? Most of the shit, yeah. But it's Black History Month. Yeah, I know. I'm saying. Shoot. They got to deal with it. I know that's right. Everything um, ain't gonna be jokes. Yeah, nah, for real. We can't joke all the time. But um, what's well, the I wanted to get at somebody though. What you 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 said you ain't kidding. Bad publicity is good publicity, right? I want to get at another YouTuber. What? Fuck it. Let's start some beef. Go ahead. What do you want to do? Nah, 
Nah, I mean, what's the name? Uh, but all right, so we got our Super Bowl picks. You you said you were going with, with Tampa Bay, right? Yeah. All right, I'm going with Kansas City. So Kansas City, I got Kansas City over the the Bucks. Oh, we didn't um, we didn't talk about did we did we address the the Stafford trade? You talked about Derek Carr. You said you didn't yeah. care about the Stafford trade. Huh? No, I said that I wouldn't have gave up all that for Stafford. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whatever happened. Jared Goff out there looking like a boss. That's yeah, that's crazy. What's crazy? But what what I think gonna end up happening. What I don't like is you know what I mean, his teammates, well not even his teammates. Jalen Ramsey is a different animal, man. I love that dude. That dude is a funny dude. I, I like him too. I what did he say though? He was like, yo, he was talking about the show on Watts. Like, yo, come on over here. But that was before they was even talking about trading golf. Mm. He was like, yo, you need to come on over here, baby. Yeah. Come play with us. I love Jalen Ramsey, dog. Like, and, like, me, I play defense when I play football. So, I definitely, and I play defensive back. Like, I appreciate, Ooh, I appreciate his attitude and his approach to the game. Nah, he talk too much. That's he fine. He back it up. He's not Dion, man. Yeah, you go ahead and throw it again. No, it like, why, you, why he got to be Dion? Why can't he just be great? Because most dudes... You well, I'm just saying, him. but he's not... Nobody's Dion. But he was the only one that could talk that shit. No, that's not true. Like that. He's not the only great cornerback. He's no, the greatest I, I, cornerback of all time. I'm not saying he was. All right. So most you people shut up and play. Why, why, if you don't want to shut up and play, you don't have to. Shut up and play, man. Well, that's your style. Prove it to me. He is proving it to you. He's the best corner in the league. He's a... He's a, a Totals, he's, he's, who, where would you rank him out of, let's not even say Dion. Dion's in a different stratosphere. Yep. Where would you put Jalen Ramsey? I would put him behind, Darrell Reeves would be number two for me. Um, I think after that, you got, um, Patrick Peterson, because he traveled also. So you got, you got your corners that travel, and Jalen Ramsey is in Where would you put him at, man? Uh, let, Let me work to my list. If he's either at like, I can't believe you got Patrick Peterson over this dude that I'm about to say. Come on, man. We on a we got audio too. Who you got? I'm I'm waiting on you. I don't know. You rushing me so bad. You got audio. You rushing me so bad. Who else? That's three. I, I would say I'll put Ramsey right in, right in there. So you will put him over Champ Bailey? Hell yeah. You will put him over Aeneas Williams? Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah. And I'm a Cowboys fan, so we play no. face Aeneas no. Williams twice a year. When and he's he great. No, 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 not when he was old. He shut Michael Irvin down. Yeah, but he was older. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Aeneas Williams was a 90s corner. He was older when he went to the Rams. When he was with the Cardinals. Right. That's what, that was a jungle year. Yeah. Before yeah. they went to the AFC Allen is better than what's the name? Yeah, wow. You're just... Oh, and Woodson is better than... Charles Woodson? Yeah. No, he's not. What? No, he's not. Are you serious? No, he's not. Oh, my God. No, he's not. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. And I'm a Michigan fan. Okay. Charles Woodson as a cornerback okay. is, not, is not better All than right. Dan Lindsay. All right. Okay. You better go back and look at some tapes. Oh. Charles Wilson is my favorite one, one of my favorite players all time. I'm not talking about at Michigan. No. I'm talking no, about No, I'm talking about the league. Because guess yeah. what? 
Everybody say that. That that thing no. they got on ESPN. Everybody on stage is better than Dale Rennie. Because what don't need to be said don't need to be said. When you got yeah. dudes like Randy Moss admitting that that I got Moss, that that I got Moss, yeah. that's that's Charles Woodson. If you saw that play live, he pushed off on him and that, went up and got the ball. That's fine. Because he wasn't catching the he ball. Did he do What? He didn't do it to Revis. He was older. <laughs> I'm talking about when they was both younger. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Yo, Charles Woodson had Randy. one bad game at corner in the league. Yo. And that was against Kansas City, his first game. Charles, Charles Woodson is a great on, he's a Hall of Famer. I don't think he's a better player than Jalen Ramsey is not on that level to me, man. What, what does Charles Woodson do that Jalen Ramsey can't do? So, why, why, hold on. I'm asking you a question. I'm going to just put it this way. How many teams Jalen Ramsey been on since he's been in the league? Two. Since he's that nice? Two. Why? Because he wanted more money? Okay. So why they ain't pay him if he's that nice? Huh? <laughs> you can't say that. What? You can't say that. If you that nice. So Khalil Mack is not nice? Khalil Mack is nice. So why did y'all want to pay him that money? Because what's the name don't want nobody that he didn't pay? You're making excuses. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Hold on, hold on. You can't on. judge that hold by hold saying you're great. Dion played on three teams. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Four. Five. Hold on. Hold on. Come on, man. Hold on. Hold on. Why stand friend let Dion come to Dallas? Hold on. I'm going to tell you why in a minute. Okay. But don't say his name. But you see this dude right here? That's fine. Hold on. Now, when the whole thing was going down with Khalil Mack, he told me, yo, that ain't happening. There's no way we're going to let him go. I said, yo, you want to know why we're going to let him go? Because John Gruden wants to come in. He's, he's got 100. He got 10 years, 100 million, whatever his contract is. Right? Yeah. So guess what? He want to make all the decisions. He don't want nobody making no decisions and getting props off the decisions. Hence, why he don't like Derek Carr. I didn't like Derek Carr before Gruden got there. Mm-hmm. He didn't like nobody that McKenzie and them pick is on our team. Everybody has to be who he picked. And you know why he's on it like that? Because he won with what's the name's team. Now, Dion, on the other hand, Dion went... From Atlanta mm-hmm. to San Fran, mm-hmm. okay, because he had issues with them, which he talked about. They was mad that he was playing baseball and vice versa. I'm not talking about Atlanta. Home, I said San Fran okay. got him. San Fran, he was a free agent, and they thought he Why was it? done. And he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Hold on, but he was older. He came to Dallas. It was in the All Pro. Sir, he, he went to what I just said was with. I said they thought he was older, and guess what? They was moving with a younger team. Okay. Now they got rid of him. They didn't want to give him the bread, and they let him go. That ain't what Ramsey is. Ramsey's still young. Ramsey wanted the bag, and they didn't want to give it to him. He was the best corner in the league when he wanted the bag, and he's still the best corner in the league right now. You just somebody that's in the league, and you say he's better than who? You just named somebody on your list that you said you will put him under. He's old now. Yeah, he's old now. And that, right now, Jalen Ramsey is the best cornerback okay. in the NFL. Okay, but when, when they both were that, doing their thing, yeah. Ramsey got up out of there. Patrick Peterson was still balling. No, when Ramsey was in Jacksonville, he was the best cornerback in the NFL. Okay. He's better than Patrick okay. Peterson. All right. Okay. We got to look at these numbers. 
Look at him. We can discuss this next week. It, 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 it's not we a team offensive players, though. A lot <laughs> of it, it is. A lot of it, a lot of it is subjective. Guess what? Opinionated. Listen. So it's not no, absolute. It, it is. It, it definitely is. Because if you don't get targets, like if you look at if you, if you look at numbers, if if, you, if somebody didn't know anything about football, and some of Dion's years, they would look at it and be like, he wasn't a good corner. But the reason why would you say he wasn't a good corner? I said if they didn't know nothing about football, okay. they just looked at the stats. Okay. So you can't look at stats for a quarterback. You said stats. Yeah, because you know You can't do that for a quarterback. About two people that know the game. But no, so that's what so you, we don't need to look at the stats because we know the game. Sure. That's my point. Because the stats ain't gonna tell you. Are people gonna throw the ball more to a young Patrick Peterson or right now, um, I already Jaylen said Ramsey. Patrick Peterson was higher up on my list. Okay. So, you're, so what are we talking about? But when Jalen Ramsey came in the NFL, yeah, he was better yeah. than him. What? When Jalen Ramsey came into to the league, after year one, he was the best cornerback in the NFL. I don't know him to be the best corner in the league. Man. Who's better than him right now? Right now? I don't know how to go through it. Because there's nobody. That ain't true. Stephon Gilmore is nice. He's not better than Jalen Ramsey. And who's in um who's in Minnesota? Nobody. Homeboy, tell you about next they week. let homeboy they let homeboy I'll go. I'm going to tell you about next week. Please come, please tell me. He's not the best. He's the best. They got they got the best corner in the, in the NFL on their team and the best D tackle. Right. What I was going to with the whole Rams thing was with them doing that golf shit and not having no first round since 2023, one of them cats is going to have to get traded because they need to get first round picks. Unless they really just like, yo, fuck it. Because if they don't win the Super Bowl, they're going to have to start getting first they round picks. They win the Super Bowl. But that's my point. So either Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey is going to get traded because those are the only two players on their roster that they can get first round picks from. Who, who could they beat right now? I don't think they can beat. They might be the worst team in the division. Because if Stanford I ain't talking about their division. But they got to do that to get the playoffs. No, I said you, they, they should be able to get to the playoffs. If they the worst team, wild card. But that would mean all four teams from NFC West get in. I, I think they're, they're, I don't think they're the worst. I don't think they're going to be better than Arizona next year. I don't think they're going to be better than San Fran because San Fran will be healthy. Who's Arizona? Oh, um, Murray? Yeah. And they got um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I, I, and that defense with Buda Baker in them is, is nice. I don't think they all that. I think that team is going to I don't think good. their D is better than the Rams. No, they got the two. And Matt Stafford. I don't think their defense is better than, than their defense. Matt Stafford is an upgrade over golf. Hey, we'll see. So games that Jared Goff couldn't pull out. Stafford showed that he could do that with a bum team in, 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 in what's the name, in Detroit. We'll see. So let's say they, they're three or four, third or fourth place in the NFC West. Third place is not guaranteed. No, because I don't think Seattle gonna be nice like that. Huh? Right. So you think Seattle shows you they don't have no D? Yeah. Seattle don't have no D. And they won the division. Huh? And they won the division. Yeah, because San Fran was hurt. San and they had to beat the Rams to win the division. Right. Golf couldn't pull the games out. All right. Well, those games was close games. I'm still taking Russ over over uh, Matthew Stafford. So but you, get but then the you're taking the Rams D over Seattle's D. Yeah, so you got an offense over one offense and one defense over another. Right, team. so now that, that's where Matt Stafford could pull a game out. Where Jared Goff could. So you just going to eliminate the fact that Russ can't pull a game out? 
Russ can pull a game out. I'm not saying he can't. But what I'm saying is you got a quarterback on one side and, and Matt Stafford now that can do what Russ can do. I see. I see. I think but their defense can't do what the Rams defense can do. All right, so let's say best case scenario, they win the NFC West. I'm not even saying win. Well, even like, just get to the playoffs. I don't think they will. They will be able to win a Super Bowl. The Saints ain't gonna be so, good if Breeze go. So I don't think the Rams will win a Super Bowl. So my point is, the fact that they won't win a Super Bowl in like the next year or two, they're gonna have to unload either Aaron Donald or Jalen Ramsey probably after next year if they don't win a Super Bowl because. You, if the longer you wait, the longer you risk something happening to where you can't get a first round pick for one of them. But you might not get what you got. You you looking at what you got for Khalil Mack with one of them? You know you might not get that. I'm not I'm not saying the same thing as Khalil Mack, but you're going to get a one. You're not giving up either one of them without a getting but one. But they gave up too many. So that number that one one they gave up three, didn't they? They, yeah, they, they don't have one until two, two, 2023. Okay, so but that's, I mean, that's still a one. You don't have any. A one well, is better than none. Yeah, but he could be a bust. Because you're talking about if they make the playoffs, you pick it later in the round. Yeah, but you but as an organization, you're not going to go four, three, four And Matthew years. Stafford is old. Yeah. yeah. And he, his body is breaking so down. So you're proving my point that they need a first-round pick to draft a quarterback. But this is my point. You you going to get to the playoffs? You definitely you should get to the playoffs out of that division. Right. You got Drew Brees in them. If if Brees leaves, the Saints ain't going to the playoffs with Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, mm-hmm. right? Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. Okay, so you put Tom Brady back in the playoffs because he gonna win that division, mm-hmm. right? Who's in that division? Them, the Saints, and who else? Um, the Carolina Panthers. And uh, it's the Bucks, the Saints, the Panthers, and it's who else is it? Man? It don't even matter. The Falcons. Right now, if if now they can win that division, well, if well, Matt Ryan and the none of, this, none of this matters. But no, I'm talking about the Rams getting in the playoffs. But yeah, what I'm saying is, you still going? They're going to have to unload that. How old is Jalen Ramsey? He early twenties. He came out the same year as Zeke and Beth. This is going to be his fifth year. This is fifth year. Yeah, they came out in 2015. And Aaron Donald came out in Khalil Mack's draft, right? Yep. And he's the best player in the NFL. Oh, I give you that. I was saying that when we had Khalil Mack on our team. He gets pressure up the middle. Like they're going, they they gonna have to get rid of one of them because you need you're gonna need a first round pick. Yeah, because you're gonna be thirty this year. Because if you make in the playoffs, you're not gonna be picking in the top ten. So the only way you could get potentially into the top ten is to unload one of your all pros. It'll be twenty. 27 this year, Jalen Ramsey. So one of them is going somewhere. More than likely, it's going to be Aaron Donald because he's 30. Right. I don't know, man. <coughs> I don't know. I can't call it, but yeah. the Rams are definitely a better team with um, staff. They may be. I mean, but they, they say that 
a hell of a price. Hell of a price. But you got anything else you want to talk about? <coughs> nah. Alright. So, alright, Wednesday, Super Bowl week. I got <coughs> Kansas City, he got the Bucks. We're gonna see what happens. Y'all make sure y'all like, comment, share, and subscribe. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us. Or oh, don't like. We don't give a fuck. Whatever. Yo, comment too. Comment. Yeah, comment. First. Oh, matter of fact, it was a comment on, it was a live comment on the last episode. Oh, yeah. Um, when you were talking about Wentz. No, not just Wentz. <coughs> we were talking about the Big East being, having, being a top-notch division and the teams mm -hmm. being good in that era. <coughs> and they falling off. And it was a comment made by somebody saying UMass. UMass was only good with Candy for those couple of years. UMass, they was never on TV neither. You didn't even know they had a basketball team. That's fact. Look it up. Um, you know, so that that went to what we saying as far as Duke. And, yeah, I know you're talking And, and I'm going to tell you something. Now, here's the funny thing. that I'm glad we said that before we closed out. You know the excuse they making for Kentucky and, and Duke having down years now? Or their programs falling off? Huh? Well, one. <laughs> one and done. Now, Kentucky uh, always been a one and done. Yeah. North Carolina always been a one and done. Duke was the one that was always the kid stayed for four years. Right? Yeah, and they started. <coughs> they started doing the one with and Kyrie, done Kyrie was with Kyrie. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. That's the landscape of college basketball. If you're the best coach, then guess what? You may do what you got. And we fucked around and lost to Clemson the other night, and they're going to jump in the top 25 over us. Yeah. But, yo, like you said, like, comment, subscribe, and hit that bell, man, for the notification. Word. And you can even dislike. We don't give a fuck. All right, this is Chris. I'm wise. Peace. Peace out. 8672 Podcast. Yes, sir.